Dutch, it's that time once again. It's Saturday. We get two Saturdays. You know that? It's July the fucking 4th. Whoa, good old America, baby. Cue fireworks. Dang, I thought you were going to say like anthem. One thing we don't have here at Wrestling Open Forum is a like legitimate graphics department. Or like after effects department. So do you say oh, okay? So okay, we just yeah. got you like give me some Dutch. Oh wait, wait, sparkles. It's those ones that you sit on the ground and you light and it's like the the what I call them the disappointment. The disappointing <laughs> fireworks. It's like you hit it and it's like yeah, it's it doesn't leave the ground, it's just it's like a damn fire. And it just stays there, yeah. Yeah, it's like a waterfall <laughs> of of sparkles. What was the word you just said? Waterfall of sparkles. No, you didn't say that. You said something else. What I said? It's only like you said water sparkles. <laughs> oh. Do we need to do this over again? Nope. No? We're this is go it. This? We're going with this one right here. Yeah. Fuck it. It's <laughs> July 4th. We're here. I got my coffee. Dutch has his water. We're both in sweatpants because it's going to get dirty today. <sighs> we you get ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's right, go. I mean, are you cold? No, I feel great. I feel great. I feel fantastic. Do you remember, like, the, we launched our our new website today. Same same website, but new design. Yeah, yeah. And you can go watch all of the, it's called Wrestling Open Forum Old School. Holy That's a series shit. on there. And we're in a garage. Oh, it's And, like, rough. the first the first 51 episodes, we were actually, the first, like, four or five, we were in my old apartment. Was the first four or five before Glenn? You, no, Glenn joined us, like, the first episode that's on there. I don't know if it's the first episode. He's not on our first episode. The, he watched before he joined. He joined like our second at the apartment. He was on one at our at, our, at the apartment. Really? It was that yeah. soon? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I I didn't dude. That's the greatest thing. Like I said on my take it home. If right. you watch that, if not, go to the website and check it out from last night. I got a bunch of good topics. But like I said on there, like going back and watching all those old episodes. Yeah. Like brought back so many memories. Right. It's so fun because knowing what we know now, we get to look back and say, "Oh, why? Am I, why did I think like that? Why? Why was I so stupid and naive to think?" Oh that man, was, I that was I was happen. the biggest Cody fan for the longest time. Yeah, God, I rode that hard. Yeah, but to be fair, it when was, he left, right? Yeah, yeah. R- right when he left, and he reinvented himself uh, with New Japan. And but to be fair, now now when I look at Cody, I'm like, "Oh, it's Cody." Yeah. I, I thought about that when I watched Fighter Fest. By the way, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, um, I watched pieces of it. I watched the whole thing. Dylan well, came over yeah. and was like, dude, we're watching it. I'm like, okay, let's but, do but it. But it's two weeks, right? Yeah, next it's week next too. next week too. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. But anyways, uh, digressing because we always get off yeah, topic. We, you are. And this is just the opening. This is just the opening, and we're dude. already uh, – like, long story short, go to Should the we website. Go ahead and, send it and then just come right back into it hot? Maybe. But like, let's finish this because I'm – Okay. Uh, happy Fourth of <laughs> July, Independence Day. America. Go watch the Will Smith movie with. Uh, Yo, go watch that movie. Go watch that movie. Go, that movie is freaking awesome. With Dan, is this Randy Quaid. I about said Danny Quaid. With Randy Quaid flying up into the ship. Yeah, and then you have Jeff Goldblum Jeff who figures Go- oh, out the. God. Nope, can't say that because if you haven't seen it, then I'd literally ruin the cinematic entire masterpiece. Yeah. God, is so Independence awesome. Day. So That's our what I call our close only, encounter. Our only non wrestling request is that everybody do what you should do every July Fourth. A celebrate our nation, even though it's fucking crazy right now. It's in now. shambles right it's now. It's in shambles right now. <laughs> but we need to celebrate what we've done and our independence. 
And the way you celebrate your independence is no, not by shooting off fireworks in the backyard and scaring all the dogs in your neighborhood. No, it's by putting on the big screen, like <clears throat> rounding up your, I don't know if you should say rounding up, like rounding up your surround sound, whatever the fuck that means. Rounding up your surround sound <laughs> and I don't cranking think up. Anybody's ever said that. Independence Day. <laughs> Do that right after you finish this episode. Thank you for watching. We are the Wrestling Open Forum Show, and it happens now. Patrick, hey. we finally gave the intro, and he's almost done with that cup of coffee. I am. That means God about almighty, to be you're about to be wired. Well, to be fair, we only have one topic. One topic. We made that on purpose. So, first thing, first things first. Um, I just downloaded a game called Fire Pro Wrestling World. Ooh, that game is fu 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 fire. Oh, God, oh you my, took the word right out of my dude. Mouth. It's so fire. fun. It's so good. I legitimately I have. have uh, AEW, mm-hmm. WCW, ECW, and I'm not talking about now, remake. It, I'm talking about ECW 90s, Paul Heyman, RVD. Was it downloaded Sabu. content that was in the game, or did you create them? Uh, people create it. Oh, you can download the... And then download the wrestlers. Dude, I, so let me let me get to the best I was part. Say, I say, last time I played that was in probably the 90s. Oh, so Fire Pro Wrestling, or, they have, yeah, they have um, Fire Pro Wrestling Returns, which is the one that I played, mm-hmm. and then they have... Oh, what game system? PlayStation. Okay, yeah. So then I played yes, Fire yes. Pro Wrestling Returns on PlayStation 2, uh-huh. and then uh, somebody gave me a tower. They're like, hey, man, I'm not going to use this if you ever want to do gaming. Here's a PC for you and whatever you want to play. I'm like, You have All a right. gaming PC? It's not really a gaming PC. It's just a PC, but it okay. can run certain games. Okay. But yes, I'm going to eventually make it into a gaming Power, PC. Powerhouse. Oh, it's going to be a power. And I know that's plenty. literally what the stream box said. He oh, is, powerhouse is, is a gaming PC. All, all those, all those. Uh, stream, I know nothing stream about breezes that we use. Yeah. To edit out or to push out pay per views and stuff. Are oh, all, it's that. Are all basically that's what they are. They're just. Supercomputers that people build that's very similar to gaming computers. I didn't know that because they they're like they have four video inputs. Yeah. they have audio card. Right. They have a video right. card. They're, they have to be powerful enough to run a ridiculous graphics card. And it it's, does. Yeah. Oh, that's basically what a PC like a gaming PC. How is. much was that? Oh, like five grand, six grand. <laughs> All right. Uh, you don't well, need that. You don't need that. I don't need that. No. And no. that was that was a deal. I think it was like ten if you bought it from the company. Oof. Yeah. Wow. So. You know, go, no, it's it's fine. So, and then Fire Pro Wrestling World mm-hmm. came back in like 2017. Mm-hmm. I couldn't play it because it's on PlayStation. I play Xbox and Switch. But that, so, was that not the game that had that like they used New Japan wrestlers yep. to promote? Yep. Okay, but I had to like take some of the characters out, not characters like out out because if they're in the game, I keep them. But like Omega, mm-hmm. updated Omega. I got mm-hmm. an updated uh, Sonata. Or uh, an updated Shibata, nice. uh, Kushida, and stuff like that. Beautiful. So. I created all that, like WCW, ECW from the 90s. I got uh, WWE, Raw, and SmackDown. I even created a an, orga- uh, an organization mm-hmm. uh, full of jobbers. Nice. <laughs> so it's like... So you can create companies? Yeah. It's so, like it's basically like... I was going to say Grand Theft Auto. In a sense of you can do whatever you want to. Literally. You can do whatever you want and create and Beautiful. have everybody buy. Uh, How are the dude, graphics? Like, they're they're like arcade style. It's actually okay. really cool. Is it? Yeah, it's okay. really cool. I have to show you. I, like I'm trying to remember when I pl- I played it with someone who. It's it doesn't look like 2K if that's what you're thinking. No no no. Yeah, I played it with someone. I think his name was Chris Hayes. 
and it was before I ever knew the like what that game was. It was right. just he had it, and he's like, "Hey, I got this wrestling game. I know you like wrestling." And we played it, and we're like, "Oh, this is freaking cool! This it is, is cool, yeah. yeah." So in this game, people create moves. Like for instance, somebody made Orange Cassidy's hand pocket oh. drop kick, and it's fantastic because like Jericho goes to clothesline him, and he ducks, and then he drop kicks him, and then he gets on his shoulders, and he and kicks up, up, and he goes, "Nips up." And he's looking. I'm like, <laughs> it is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. That's so great. the reason I'm bringing this up is because. I got deep into the workshop is what it's called for okay. Steam. I got deep. Mm-hmm. And guess what I found? What did you find? I found PWX. What? Dude, PWX is on there. What? Dude. So <laughs> I found uh, Saif. And I was like, what? And I go on there and look, and it's pictures of him at PWX. And I'm like, this is awesome. So I'm like, awesome. Download. I'm like, all right, cool. And then uh, I'm like, let me look. The next one I saw was John freaking Skyler. I was like, are you shitting me? That's and then I just kept going down. And the best looking one is Ethan. Really? Ethan's on there. And it looks just like him. We um, need to. We're going to. What's the one listen. where he, when he wore a mask? When was that? Oh, Yoshihiro Shima. It was oh, a black no, and white no, mask? No. That's uh, Lyle's mask. Super Law. That's his. Oh, Wrestling okay. Dad's mask. Okay, yeah, because they made that character in the game too. Yes, that I actually who I did my season finale of uh, Tuesday special. It was, was with that. Him, was with. Him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I interviewed him. But yeah, yeah. he's he, like Ethan. He he like brought Ethan up in wrestling. Oh, okay, like yeah. I'm just learning all. Like super, I'm reading super stuff. cool, dude. Super knowledgeable. You need to watch my interview with him. And anybody that wants to watch that, that was my season finale. So I'm all in on this now. This is all we're another, doing. I don't have another podcast except for my so that take was, it home. That was what I wanted to bring up, but like that's awesome. That all that PWX stuff is in there, and we honestly, need to get like I tell you what for our Patreon, our patrons. Okay. Okay. I never say it right. Patrons. For our patrons on our Patreon. Who told you it was patrons? Uh, I looked it up. Oh, okay. The Patreon. Oh, that you told me, me that. Patrons. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we're patrons. gonna do a. I'm gonna go to your place, and we're gonna take a camera. And record. Might have, yeah, might have I'm sure I could screen record it. it. I have a computer now, and I'm just send it to yeah, you. Yeah, and it, but we just need to document. Like, we need to commentate things. over it. Yes, we need to do matches and commentate like the show. Inc- so you much. heard it. We're going to be this doing is what it. we're going to do. We just oh. we keep adding stuff. Oh, mm. this is going to be fantastic. God. So the the jobber, the jobber organization mm-hmm. has like Christopher Nowitzki, and I put Curtis Axel in there, Bo Dallas, and and um like. Disco Inferno mm. and and it's awesome. And then I made one called like Ace Pro Wrestling, and it has uh like Bendito, Flamita, yeah. uh, uh Saive, he's on mm-hmm. there, Serpentico, and it's That's like awesome. it's just really cool because you can really make anything you want. And the reason I'm talking about this, this on is on PC, but they, they make yeah. it for like Xbox One and man, no, and I wish they did. It's only PC. It's PC and PlayStation only. We've people have been waiting for a Switch port, uh-huh. but if there was a Switch port, I don't think I would play it because I'm already started yeah. and I've got so much data into. This is the only game that you play on PC. Only game. I love it's it. It's the only game. So the reason I bring up the jobber thing is, and I'm not saying these people are jobbers, but our topic today is going to be underrated wrestlers and i'm not talking about just underrated like ah he could have had no i'm talking about criminally underrated wrestlers that 
you distinctly know that they should have been multi-time world champion mm-hmm. or multi-time intercontinental champion. Not mm-hmm. even that. They should have just let, let's nix that. Just world champion and didn't get the recognition yes. that they should have. They could so, either they could either be misunderstood on their talent level. Sure. Yeah. Uh, someone held them down. Uh, they never got their run, or injuries took took them out of injuries uh, too. Uh, yeah. Somebody could run. have. Somebody could have still been noticed. Yes. But didn't get as many pushes as they should have because of an injury. Uh, all kinds of stuff, man. Like, I, I, I've thought, I didn't even have to look this up. Mm-hmm. I just went through my own brain of personal favorites of criminally underrated wrestlers. I was well, just like, that's one wow. point I wanted to make is like, me and Dutch do things different here. So, like, we haven't talked at all about Nothing. who we're, who we're going to say. This and was going to be a topic on the kickout, but then we were like, this it should be th- this. Yeah. This probably is an episode's worth of conversation because I can think of five wrestlers alone right now that I think just didn't get the recognition they deserve. That's like the Dutch is. This is the difference between me and Dutch. Dutch is the one that will research and look up and do his preparation. <clears throat> Patrick is not. No, Pat, I have like two of this in my brain right now. And right, right. I have I don't know who else I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna start just going through my once again my Rolodex of wrestlers and yeah, pops yeah, up, yeah, then yeah. I'm gonna say a name yeah. and then we can debate about it. I thought it. about that last night. I was like, who's criminally underrated? And then literally went, boom, oh, oh, oh man, what about this guy? Yeah. Oh man, this was crappy. They they never did anything with this guy. So you wanna go ahead and jump in? Well, Let's get into it. Yeah, but okay. we have to keep with the format of the show. Of course. So, so we gotta send it off. Send it. This is the only topic, but it's going to be a good one. Are you going to put only topic on it, or no, is it going to no, say no. topic one? say topic number one. <laughs> okay, because it's the number one topic. Because we don't have a full graphics department <laughs> on staff here, Dutch. Hire graphics one. already done. Just pay- I will when people start paying for Dude, our Patreon. just pay them in food. Give them a pizza and beer. Like, hey, everybody let's loves do pizza and beer. first, okay. before we jump into the topic. Because if you, if you looked on our Patreon, then... It's you know that a part of the top two tiers is a, a thing that we call wrestling open form uncut or WF uncut. Yeah, yeah. And we reached out by we I mean I reached out to an amazing local <laughs> wow, artist. Shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my job. That's my, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, part yeah. of the, of he, the duty. Just here. to be clear, Patrick literally does ninety nine percent of everything. He just wants me to show up, show up and talk. And I tell that's him, what, do, what do you need me to do? Just show up. I'm like, show up and talk. When when when, when I film, what time you want to be there? Just be here to film. Yes. Like, I can, I could set up. It's not your job to yeah. set up. I just need you to film. Okay, got you exactly, Dutch. <laughs> but I want to give a shout out. Uh, I think he's going to put it on his social media. But I reached out to a local artist named Mark DeGrunchy who has done artwork for a ton of bands. Is it Grunchy or Grucci? I don't know. Did I say it wrong? You might have. I say DeGrunchy. I might have looked at his name wrong, and I've have been looking at it wrong. Well, you say to Grucci, I'll say to Grunchy. Okay. If it's you know wrong, I'm not even gonna look. It's uh, sorry, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna wrong. put it on the graphic that we're gonna throw up because he I sent him, uh, like I hired him to do animated heads for the uncut logo. Mm-hmm. We're gonna unveil that logo right now. Right now. And right, well, right now, and I think he freaking killed it. And I love him for it, <laughs> and I will always go to him for artwork needed when I don't feel like I can do justice. So, thank you, Mark. I don't, I can't, I don't know if I'm saying your last name right, but I'm going to put it on the graphic that's going to go out right now. 
Tell me that shit is not fire. Dude. I love it. <laughs> love it. When I saw it, I immediately knew what it was. Yeah. I knew it immediately. But you know what captures everything? What? Is the missing tooth. Man. Oh, God. I love it. The missing tooth. Oh, my God. But but we like we've talked for like almost twenty minutes and we're not we hadn't even gotten to the subject. Yeah, we yet. got to the subject. So, Mark, thank you. You killed it. Anybody that uh, I I put his name the name of his company I can't remember. I'm sorry. I put the name I, I just know him as Mark the Grunchy, which I might be wrong. I think I put it's the name of his company. <laughs> I put the name of his company on the <laughs> on the graphic. Mark, we so, only yes. do this because we love you, dude. Yes, and I'm gonna put the Facebook thing uh, in the so. If you're watching this on YouTube or on Facebook, check it out in the description of the video. It's got his link to everything. Yeah. Hire him to do your work. He's amazing. No joke. Thank he, you, he, Mark. He does good stuff, man. Check it out. It's Fucking awesome. Killed it. That's awesome. But almost ate the mic again, dude. Dutch, this mic might knock Dutch out before right, the end of this. Before we jump in, I was fixing the mic and oh, it was stuck and I couldn't move it. I was like, what the hell? And I didn't do it two hands. I did it one hand and wouldn't move, wouldn't move. And I was like, man, you bitch. And I moved Pulled it. Pulled it and it almost took out and his other tooth. And the one tooth in the front was underneath my front, <laughs> my bottom lip. And it went, bow. And I was like, oh, yep. shit. And yeah. then Patrick's laughing. He doesn't know <laughs> if I knocked out my other front oh, tooth or not. It's been great. It'd have been great, but he didn't. Are you sure I'm not Canadian? And maybe. Hey. 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 Topic number one. Boom. All right, finally, 20 minutes into the episode, we are getting into topic uh, numero uno is the solo topic for the day. Um, so I'll start. Yeah, since I only have two, I'll start, and I'm sure you're going to steal one of mine. But uh, somebody I love, and I think that his tenure, and I assume hopefully whenever all this pandemic is over, he'll get he'll go back to the Performance Center to teach yeah. He's not already yeah. back there. Right. But uh, his tenure as a coach and teaching and him, him sharing his knowledge of wrestling. Who are you talking And I'm talking about, about Norman Smiley. Dude, he was awesome. Underrated. I think he was so far ahead of his time. I love his yellow little booties that he used to wear. Oh, yeah. They Dude, were awesome. Like, I love his gear. Everything about Norman Smiley was, it's, I don't know. I, when, <laughs> I, when I look back at it, and it's just the way I remember One, it. he had the physique. Yes. Two. Well, have you he, ever heard the stories of people say that like they'd go out and they'd have to do like a hundred sit ups to try to get abs and like five hundred squats and Norman Smiley would be standing over there leaning up against the barricade smoking a cigarette, <laughs> laughing no, at him. No and he was just, he's just genetically gifted. Right. But, but <clears throat> I feel like Norman fell into I'm not sure before WCW what his career entailed. Uh like what he did and where like yeah. I'm sure he wrestled in England, I assume, and then he came over with to the, WCW. With the way he wrestled, and because I'm, I'm going to agree with you, I'm not sure where it was or what he did before WCW. Yeah, I wish I did. I'm probably going to look it up tonight. Yeah, but definitely worth. I know where about. I know where you're going to go with it. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, go ahead. But I think that his style. I don't know if that gimmick was given to him, but I think he was just having fun. In yeah. like wrestling, yeah. But when you have a company that's built on where the big boys play, it's hard. and especially yeah. when you fall into uh, the outsiders showing up, and yeah. you have that yeah. very real storyline going on. Yep. I feel like he just got lost in the shuffle. True. And, yeah. And it's hard. He, f- but he did find his niche, though. Like not his niche, but he did find some some prominence. Yeah. I guess you could in the mid card being the hardcore wrestler mm-hmm. and he'd come out like 
<laughs> wearing the shoulder pads and the the helmet. And yeah. I always remember watching Norman, Norman thinking, "What a cool guy! Yeah, what a cool dude!" And and well, apparently that's how he was in and real life too. He's a you, really chill guy. If you look at WCW then in that era, they didn't have anybody like that. <clears throat> Outside right. outside of Jericho when he started doing his heel promos. Right. They had nobody in like nobody and don't don't say disco. Don't say Alex say Wright. Well, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just I'm talking about yeah. you got you. <clears throat> don't say disco. Yeah. Don't talk about Alex Wright. Yeah, disco would come out and do his little disco dance and people would be doing it. That's not right. the same. It's not. Norman Smiley captured your attention when he came out with the yes. hilarity of what he was wearing. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that he the big was wiggle. so he was so smooth <laughs> and he had the big wiggle. And you go back and watch any of those matches, and he was never really prominent on the card. Like nobody, never. I, I guess. The booking committee, whether it be Dusty, whether it be Rick, whether whoever it was, whether right. it be Bischoff, uh, Nash, they appreciated his Holly, wrestling ability. Whoever. Yeah, yeah, but that that gimmick didn't allow him to, and I and I don't know to I, present I, his gifts that he had. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. he might he might be one of these journeymen that just found their spot in the company. You know who's a journeyman that I didn't realize it? Who? Sean Spears. Uh, he's been in wrestling for 19 years. Yeah, but he's been in WWE he's, most of those. Most? Yeah. He wasn't there that long. He was in FCW. Then he went to NXT. He was in NXT, WWE for a little bit. But I didn't I know he you, wrestled for 19 you, years. He was in WWE for more than 10 years. You want to make that bet? I don't know. I'll look it up. No, 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 no. We're going to make a bet, and then we'll look. And if okay. you lose, let's make a bet. I say he's under 10 years in WWE. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, I'll bet. $5. Five? We got to sweeten the pot. Uh, dude, I'm not giving you more than $5. Do <laughs> you want me to tell everybody how much I've spent on this stuff? No, we're good. Before? Five bucks okay. again. <laughs> $5. I'll look it up. Five. But, but that's that's my first No, no, don't look in. it up now. We'll, we'll look no, it up. I'm going to look it up right now. You're going to do it now? Yes. You're only doing this to stall. No, I'm not. <laughs> No, I'm, 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 I'm Do you see how easy it is for me to rile him up? He's an asshole. You're an I'm asshole. I'm not an asshole. You're not Norman Smiley. <laughs> not Sean Spears. You. <laughs> you, Dutch, are an asshole. You call Norman Smiley an asshole? No, Norman You're Smiley the only awesome. man in the history. I didn't say that. that. <laughs> Tell him you're a person, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is literally what we do. We constantly argue. Yep. Okay, so I, I'll give you mine. Uh, that was a really good one. That was a really, really good one. I'll hey, give Ryan, you the Norman bro. Smiley one. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm going to so, turn into the asshole Patrick on you on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right. So my guy, uh, me and me, I will say me and Patrick had to uh, debate on this one. I was like, dude. So my guy is Dean Malenko. He is hands down to me the most criminally underrated wrestler of all time. Like he, I think he is literally the top of that list. There, there's only one other person that I'm going to say that is on the same level with him, but I'm going to save that name because I want, I want Patrick. Sorry. I had to pop my neck there. Mm. I, I have two. I have one other person that's probably on the same level as Dean Malenko, but Dean Malenko was stuck in that mid card, um, shuffle <clears throat> with, uh, the WCW cruiserweights. And it, it's not that it was, a bad time for him to shine, but he never fought anybody, you know, like Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Sting, 
and DDP and stuff like that. Like he never really got to showcase his talents, and he never went for the world heavyweight championship. He never, he never went for that kind of stuff. So he mm-hmm. never got to show how amazing he was. And then he went to the WWE, and once again, he never really got to shine. Yeah. But when you sit there and you talk about most technical wrestlers of all time, yes. the first two people that that majority rules is mm-hmm. Benoit and Malenko. Yeah, you always think of those two because they were just so gifted and so talented. It's like Benoit was the one excelled because he had the look. Mm, not, well, not, not, but yeah. Malenko was just shorter. Malenko was shorter than Benoit. Yeah. So even Benoit being five ten. He still shined because of his pure strength mm-hmm. that he could display. But Malenko was just a straight tactician. Yeah. I think that... <clears throat> he had a what, great moveset. What inevitably hurt Malenko and Perry Saturn... His time was that with they the were no, no ropes ring? Well, no, that they, <laughs> no. they were coupled with Benoit and Guerrero. Yeah. Everywhere yeah. they went. They, yeah. they went into ECW. Would you say that was Saturn? Yeah, that's what I say. Like Perry yeah, Saturn and, yeah. and yeah. but when they went to ECW, I I think Saturn was in ECW before Benoit, he was. Benoit, yeah. and uh, but Benoit, uh, Malenko, and Guerrero all came in at the same time to ECW. Yeah, they all went to WCW at the same time. Yeah, they all they, transitioned as friends of radicals <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. So when you so that's uh, why they're number five on yes. my on my. My list because we're they not all, counting these down. Just give out people. I'm gonna slap you. This you now you get too technical. But when you when you group together, just like I think maybe evolution is the only group of people that all of them like had individual success. Yeah, that I can think of. Yeah, you can't say that about the Horsemen. You can't say that about the NWO. You can't say that about any no, other. They faction. added they added people. And you can't you say just, that about DX because no. I mean, as much as much fame and fortune as Road Dog, Billy Gunn, and X Pac and right. longevity yeah. they had, they never ha- had those big pushes. Yeah, like Evolution is the only one, and politically standing, we know why the evolution was the only one. That <laughs> politically, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, when you're friends with the boss's son-in-law, I you're going to get opportunities. But not saying they don't deserve them. They right, right. a little bit easier than to The others. most. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, like, it, it, traditionally, if there's a group of, of wrestlers, there's always going to be two that, one or two that, that lead the pack. And when it's decided by the powers that be that those one or two are going to lead the pack, you've pretty much destined to stay. Order. Yeah, you're destined to stay in that mid card to low card yeah. area. I think that's what happened to Malenko. But once again, just like with Norman Smiley, I think that his tenure as a producer and his ability and like WWE appreciating his mind and what he knows about the business, right? And now AEW is yeah, like that that speaks for itself. AEW is doing how good. He was and how right. him being a like a coach over there is yeah. wondrous because mm-hmm. you you see the reflection of his, of his like his skills being out there in the yeah. in the ring. Well, it's ninety percent. Even of Matt the people- Hardy, I will say for like you know, th- does that make sense? Like yeah. the coaching, like with Private Party and Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. like you can see that what they did last night. Like wow, you can yeah. really see that they're more on par with yeah. each other because they're, they're spending time with together. Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's. I mean, that's what it's all about is uh, 
learning people, that craft. Yeah, well, people that have experienced this business and know what to do right, know what to do wrong, know what works and know what doesn't. Yeah, is dropping that knowledge to the next generation of yes. wrestlers. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that <laughs> AEW is doing right. I don't know. I don't necessarily know that WWE is doing it right. Doing it right because that's the system they've had in place forever. They just take. And, I feel like they just take away people's pushes for no reason. I just don't. It's think, weird. I mean, I don't want to get into this rabbit hole, but I think that yeah. they just have too many people writing. They do, yeah. And I don't know yeah. why that's so hard for them to understand. I don't know if it's because they want to stay as close to that Hollywood bubble as they can. And they <sighs> want all get these away writers. But I mean, and but once again, I saw an article the other day, and I don't want to get this into. I don't want to get into a booking conversation with this. But I saw an article about five five people AEWs pushed to the moon and done mm-hmm. a great job and five people they dropped the ball on. Oh yeah. And yeah, I feel yeah. like it's you gotta find that balance, man, because especially with what we're going through at PWX now, it's like you you want that help so you don't forget people, but if you do it individually, like somebody's gonna slip your brain. Yeah. And you, you just gotta like, that's shit. like now I'm trying to write as I got a new notebook. Yeah. And I'm just trying yeah. to write as much as I can so I can always reference back to conversations I've had, what yeah. my mind was yep. thinking. So I can never overlook because ninety percent of the people that feel like they got it, they got screwed by a company or didn't get used right, yeah, or uh, got forgotten about or were forgotten for, were forgotten about, right? That all plays to that you allowed yourself for them for like you know, their mind to slip away from you, yeah, yeah. Like you didn't stay in the forefront of their brain, right? As long as you yeah. stay in the forefront of their no, brain, they're always sense. gonna be thinking about you, yeah. But uh, and I don't I don't know that once again I don't want to say that's what. Malenko to bring it back around. I don't want to say that's why Malenko. I just think Malenko was with a group of four supremely talented. And you just can't. It's the same thing with. And and what you're saying too, and I know somebody will be like, what are you saying? Malenko was the worst? No, if anything, he was probably the best out of the group. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. that, That's what we're saying about being underrated because Malenko is literally the man of a thousand holds. That's not. That's that's not made up. Yeah, We're that's about a, he got that moniker for a reason. Yeah, but it's also you have to look. There's you, you can go so deep on this. You have to look at the landscape of wrestling and why Eddie Guerrero is. It was rumored that Eddie Guerrero got his push because they needed. They were trying to build their Hispanic market. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Chris Benoit got his push because uh, ruthless aggression. Yeah, he was the epitome of aggression in wrestling. Yeah, so yep. there, there's, there's so many different reasons or different things that fall into place to, for people to get pushes. I just think that <laughs> once again, yeah, I think. Do I think? Do I think that Malenko could have taken a world title and ran with it? No, I think Malenko could have taken the Intercontinental title. I mean, he might multi, have multi, multi, yeah, multi, and multi. And he could have taken the Intercontinental title and had a hellacious run with it and brought single handedly with his matches brought prominence back to that title in that time and era when all it did was just float around to different people. And I'm so glad people you like said Val that. Venus. Oh yeah. Yeah. Val, oh by the way, um speaking about like the Fire Pro, Val Venus is in the jobber one, but he's not a jobber. No. He's fantastic. He but he had a gim- uh, and the, he's, he had not gimmick and he's not on our list. No, he he's had, not on our list. <laughs> he had a gimmick and he played that gimmick to the T and made a lot of money doing it. Yes he did. Sean hey. Morley. Kudos. <laughs> yeah. Do your thing, brother. Um, Do your thing. And I'm, I'm glad you said that about Dean Malenko, about just because you can't run for a world title doesn't make you a bad wrestler. That doesn't, is that, that's not what it means. Mm-hmm. What it means is 
if you're somebody like Dean Malenko, and me and my brother had this conversation last night, and it was literally like 30 minutes long because there's marks out there that think because you can't go for a world title, they think, well, you're just not good enough. No. That's not what the hell that that's means. That's not what that means. That what, what I'm saying is when you have somebody like a Dean Malenko that can be in that division for the Intercontinental title, mm-hmm. that means you're the he's the measuring stick to see if you can literally fight like Triple H. Yes. If you can't beat Dean Malenko or if you can't go toe-to-toe with Dean Malenko, then you have no business being in the ring with anybody else. Once again, Dean Malenko probably knows that ring better than Triple H himself. Yeah. But that's what that means is he's – He's training you on television right now to see if you're good enough to make that next step. Yeah. And that's what Malenko was. He was a measuring stick, but he was never the guy. Yeah. Benoit was the guy. Mm-hmm. Eddie was the guy. Unfortunately, Saturn was never the guy, even though he was impeccable. Stellar. But <clears throat> I think he had demons. Oh, uh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he loved the dress gimmick. Like apparently yeah. he was super overall. And it wasn't even it was a bad thing. Yeah. It actually fit him. Yeah. Like he it, it ran was, with I mean, <laughs> once again he made his money. But yeah. uh are we ready for my next one? Yeah. I came up with one once again, all these are coming straight off the cuff because right off the dome. Yeah, because uh I the, surprise the, Malenko was my second one and I, I allowed Dutch to have that one. But it's uh, because I'm a WCW guy, that's why. Yeah. 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 But the <laughs> my next one is gonna be Brian Pillman. Oh, I thought give me, about it. give me some like, of that. And once again, like I said, oh, I'm not I'm not yeah, BSing. That's you. a good one. I'm not BSing you. I like when we talk about when we were talking about the horseman, and I was gonna say like an Oli or uh or like a Tully. Yeah. But like the first one that popped in my head was Pillman. Yeah. And you can say what you want to about his his alcoholism or his drugs or this or that. He never He is one of the most creative humans to have ever stepped foot in the professional wrestling industry i'm gonna tell you to go watch a match okay johnny b bad mm-hmm. brian pillman they had a match that was literally like 20 minutes long that's one yeah. of the freaking awesomest matches i've ever seen in my life yeah. i mean they they're just going back and forth and trading like aerial moves and power it's, moves yeah, and insane. holds and i'm like this is mark marrow yeah where where was mark marrow's push and he's not one for me but yeah, yeah. also Johnny B. Bad gimmick was terrible, but Mero was a good wrestler. And oh man, like dude, that Pil- Pillman just—he wowed me. The first time I ever saw him was against Johnny B. Bad, dude, and it was so dude. good. That match he had was that whole to, thing was Sullivan. To let you know how good of a worker Brian Pillman was, not like in the ring talent, but how good of a worker he is, like from a storytelling standpoint. To this day, people still debate on who was responsible for the uh, loose cannon gimmick. Was oh, he under contract with? Yeah. Was he under contract with WWE? Yeah. And WWE told him to go to WCW, and then WCW didn't want him, so he went to ECW. Yeah. And I hate that all that didn't play out. And it was uh, so believable. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's un. It's. And if you really once again. If you want to appreciate somebody who I love is Stone Cold Steve Austin and yeah. Brian Pillman, go back and watch them <laughs> as a tag team. Yeah. Oh, dude. Awesome stuff. Insane. And awesome stuff. Go go watch the first uh Monday Nitro when Jushin Thunder Liger yes. wrestled Brian Pillman. Yes. Oh like, it's and he and he had the look, he had the athletic build because he was a he was a former 
football player, NFL football player. Really? That I yeah, didn't know. The Bengals. That's why he has oh, the tire. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, and nothing. Educate me, Patrick. Uh, yes, I will. <laughs> the, uh, and I mean, even I think that even though I loved Benoit and Malenko mm-hmm. in the Horseman, no, it was Malenko. Flair. You talking about Benoit? There was they weren't. It was Flair, Benoit, Malenko, Mongo, Anderson. But, um, but when? But when was when was Pillman in the Horseman? Pillman was in there when Benoit, Arn, and Rick. Okay, so I think that whenever I'm whenever not Pillman, sure Mongo was in there yet because do, well, Mongo was what about, in there. When did but Henning? Henning was after the fact. Nineteen ninety. That was NWO era, right? Yes. Okay. So. Yes. If, if I'm if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure he was in there at the God. I, well, I know it was during the it, it's hard, it's fuzzy because, right there because the whole situation with them making fun of Arn when Arn gave Henning his spot. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think that whenever Pillman, this is what stands out. Two things that stand in my mind: the loose cannon, <laughs> Pil- the yeah. loose cannon gimmick when he showed up at ECW was insane. So believable. Yep. And he might have been that crazy. He might not have been. That's the beauty of a good professional wrestler. You don't you know the difference. no idea. Yeah. And to this day, people have no idea. Right. And I love that. But I feel like he added the edge to the horseman that they needed when he entered the horseman. Yeah. And it's like so – it's like watching – I'm going to make a comparison here and just follow me. It's watching, gonna be a. It's gonna be a, watching, a long one. No, it's very simple. <laughs> watching Brian Pillman, in the in the start of loose canning when he was, when he was in the Horseman, and uh, and like throughout the ECW and, and WWE and all that, is the equivalent to watching Heath Ledger play the Joker. He encompassed the character, dude. It's insane. Yeah. Like there's so many parallels with those two characters. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. I, yeah, I loved so. uh, Pillman and WCW, and I remember, and the thing that I remember the most of WCW is Pillman's stuff and Malenko because mm-hmm. they were just so good, so good. Like Pillman, I'm like, what the hell am I watching between Sullivan and Pillman? Is this yeah. real? Is uh, yes, this a shoot? So, yeah. And then you have Arn Anderson telling him like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm just like, so real. whoa, is he really pissed off? Like, You're blurring the lines of reality. Even Bischoff, he could be Fabian. Yeah. But Bischoff was like, that was all kayfabe. And I'm yeah. like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way some of that wasn't shoot yeah it wasn't real there's no way and you know what i i tend to believe a lot Did of they, what, have they ever made a pillman dvd i'm sure they have i'm sure there's a book but i need to look don't quote me but is the pillman book the one that oh no it's bret hart excuse me never mind bischoff hates the the bret hart book. oh it's just <laughs> and, and one thing that i love and i'm gonna put over junior is watching brian pillman jr wrestle because he reminds me so much of brian God. pillman it's, and i hope and i hope he like yeah, I was going to say just man. skyrockets, man. Because he's such a good dude. He was uh, in the crowd at AEW. I know, I saw. I saw. My brother was like, "Interesting, who's that guy? I know that guy. Who's Who that is mullet? It? Yeah, he's like, I know that. I know <laughs> that mullet Rocket anyway. Ray, man. <laughs> so I'm going to fast forward okay. into 2003. 2003. 
2002. Okay. Was it 2002? I'm going to say three. Just be safe. Before you jump into this, just know that uh, Sean Spears was in WWE for 10 years. Was he? Mm-hmm. What? Was it 10 so, years exactly? Yeah, 10 years exactly. But Stop. it's separate separate times. He was there. Oh, I should little, have said not left, consecutively. Or there in developmental, then went to ECW, then got released and got signed back, and then went through FCW, NXT. NC, uh, ECW Rebirth? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. A few, a few showings. Well played, sir. Yes. Well played. You get two today. Okay, okay, mm. okay. Wow. You. I, I, the only reason I think I know that is because I think we talked about it when we had him in at PWX. Oh, so yeah. he had insider knowledge. Yeah. Inside trade. All right, so I'm going to fast forward. Okay. And this is literally based on talent and not ever capitalized on his uh, – on anything that they they just should have pushed him mm-hmm. and they never did. I want to know if you know who I'm thinking of. I am very high on him and I was high on him for years and he is one of my favorite wrestlers. Do you know who this certain someone is? He's in the WWE today. Right now? And Mysterio? he was No, Mysterio ain't underrated. That's true. Everybody knows he's the guy. Mysterio was underrated in WCW. He he was not in WCW. He I only know him in WWE. Mysterio? No, no, not oh, Mysterio. Oh, the, the, the guy that I'm talking about now, yeah. He's he came in as a tag team. Can give me like two hints. Okay. He, oh, I know who you're talking about. He came in as a tag team. I know who you're talking about. And they were gifted to a superstar as bodyguards, backup, tag team. Oh, no, you just lost me. Yeah. But I knew my, but I knew my next person. Okay. Um that's a current uh, now that you said that, do you um, want to know the wrestler that they? If I give you the wrestler they were gifted to, you'll nail yes. it. Hold on, you'll nail it. Yeah. Oh damn. Uh, well, hold on. They were gifted as bodyguards. Bodyguard slash uh, teammates or whatever. Oh, Zach Ryder. No. Kurt Hawkins. No. <sighs> no. How long have they been in WWE? Is that who? Who did you think it was? No, because that's my next one. Oh, okay. It's not. It's not yours. <laughs> okay. Um. I don't know. Shoot. Shelton Benjamin. God! Is that who you're going to say? No. Was but, that your next one? Like, no, 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 no. But I was like, I thought <laughs> Shelton Benjamin. And, I, and in my head, I know how much you love Shelton Benjamin. And right before I said shoot, <laughs> in my head, I said Shelton Benjamin. And I was like, why has why has he not said Shelton Benjamin yet? Ah, so that's you it. were you. That's why I, right, right before I said shoot I, I, in my head, I said, why has he not said it? It's pretty but common knowledge that I'm a big Benjamin fan. And there's a reason why, though. But my next one, not to not to overlap Shelton Benjamin, because I do want to talk about Shelton yeah. Benjamin. Um, my next guy falls into that same category. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So the, the reason I think Shelton Benjamin is probably du- one of WWE's biggest mm-hmm. underrated wrestlers of all time is he could have been basically the equivalent to Booker T and never could get to that status because they always said, and I hate the f- – I'm trying so hard not to cuss because he's – he's uh, No, but I'm talking about stringing words together. Oh, okay. Like – like, um, yeah, where it's like a full minute of peeps. <laughs> yeah. um, it's because he wasn't a mouthpiece. And I hate that so much because they won't push somebody because he can't talk on the mic. Everybody knows. Give him a manager, but they never... I mean, they had angle. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just stick with that? I never understood that whole concept. But, I mean, because he was the main player, but they yeah. should have gave him a manager. Benjamin was... 
great. He was power. Mm-hmm. He could do wrestling moves because he was an NCAA wrestler. Yeah. He did. Um, he had great strikes. Yeah, he had great strikes and something. I, I loved his move set. I love uh, when he would run, jump on the mm-hmm. top rope, belly so to belly. It was always smooth. Two things he did. Uh, he ahead, did finish. his uh, T bone. I just want to lose this before us. His T bone was suplex. on par. Drop kick was insane. Oh yeah, his T bone was on par with mm-hmm. uh, Taz and Saturn. I don't care what anybody says. In, that T bone suplex into the pin was gorgeous. You know, and his dragon whip. Where you grab yes. the leg, throw it around. That to me is one of the most innovative moves ever. That also, move is awesome. He had one of the most unique. Uh, is this like what you didn't want to lose? No, no, no. I got okay. it. Uh, like front flips over the top rope. Because yeah. He, because he just like <laughs> stay tight and just like it was so, it was it so was, effortless. It was beautiful. Two things. You know the reason Shelton Benjamin was signed by WWE? This is according to Bruce Richards' podcast. To Bruce? Yes. Do we believe, believe Bruce? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, the I'm, reason I'll Shelton Benjamin was signed. To WWE is because when they wanted to sign Brock Lesnar, one of the stipulations for signing Brock Lesnar was to also sign his college roommate. Really? Who was Shelton Benjamin. Well, Brock is Brock and Shelton are best friends. Yeah, because they were yeah. roommates in college. Yeah, they yeah, wrestled yeah. for Minnesota. That's why they had time. that Royal But, that, but that's, that's according to, I heard that on Bruce Pritchard's podcast, is that's the reason Shelton Benjamin got why signed. Why did they and then when they, And then when they got him in there, they were like, holy <laughs> This guy is great. But, uh... Second, I think I might have lost my second one. No, that was the one that I really wanted to put out there because I just heard that on a. I can't remember why. Um, oh, I don't know if this, this timeline's right, but I think there's there is uh, one person that took Shelton Benjamin's push away, not intentionally, just gave WWE more of what they more gave WWE what they wanted. When it's a little, sh- is it a second generation star? Oh, I was gonna say, was it Randy? Because he no. just took off. No, no, no. Uh, somebody that? Oh, Cena? No. Nobody like that big. Or yeah, somebody big. I mean, you want me to tell you? Give me a hint. Give me a good hint, though. Who Who is a, a an African American athlete that is a little bit more agile and but a little smaller. bit more charisma? But smaller than Shelton Benjamin, Kofi, Kofi Kingston. Ah, you son of a bitch! Am I right? You're you're not wrong. You're yeah, not I wrong. I think that I think that ultimately hurt him. And then when Shelton left <clears throat> or Shelton was he released, took that he took what they wanted. He took to give what they Shelton. wanted, and and so once you have that, why would you go and p- bring yeah. someone else? Yeah, but I think Shelton always. First off, he always wows you. He I don't know if he's blind or not, <laughs> because every time I ever see him. He's squinting. He's always squinting. Yeah, and it's because he wears glasses. glasses. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. but, uh, but he I didn't know that. But um, yeah, one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my life. I'm and just I, super cool. Have you I, ever met him? I, I'm going to tell you. Okay, okay. I'm going to tell you. I marked. Dude, I love I him. I looked over across, and I can't remember who I was with. Mm-hmm. It was Frank that did the Frankie? stuff for us at uh, Orlando WrestleCon. Frankie? Yeah. yeah. The referee from AEW now? I, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw Shelton like across. I was like, oh. and he was Shelton. like, he's like, who'd you Shelton! see? He's like, who'd you see? He's like, whatever you want, Dutch. You've been awesome. You've been awesome. What you want? And I was like, <laughs> I want to meet Shelton Benjamin. I think I'm gonna go over there and meet my hero. And he's like, and he looks over. And he's like, oh, Shelton's a great guy. Yeah. You should go so meet great. Shelton. And I was like, okay. And I just stood there. And yeah. he's like, 
come on. <laughs> so he pulls me up and I'm sitting there and I'm like, just looking at Shelton and uh, Frank. Frankie's like, and Shelton's like, what's up? He's like, yeah, up, he's like, what's up, man? And I'm just like, what's up? Awesome. <laughs> Frankie's like, just to let you know, Dutch is a big fan, big, big fan. And yeah. uh, Shelton's like, yeah, really? And I was like, yep. Awesome. Yep. And then Shelton's like, you want an autograph? And I was like, yep. And he's like, cool. So he's like, do you want to tell me anything? And I was like, yeah. I love you. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and the only thing I could muster out was, I loved when she, when you got super kicked by Sean. He's <laughs> <laughs> the first one. He's like, back yeah, and he yeah. like, he literally laughed, laughed and he was like, that was a great moment. I he's like, I loved it, man. He was like, and it was so soft. That's awesome. Yeah. It was so soft. And it looks like he killed me, but he didn't. I'm like, That's Yeah. Cool. And then it opened me up a little bit. And then I talked to him. He's like, yeah, What, he's what do you want up to? And I was like, so awesome. uh, Dutch. And he was like, you know what? Thanks, man. And he's like, it makes me feel good that people, you know, love me. Appreciate and I'm like, it. Yeah. And then he like signed it and I I got it. And he's Frankie's like, You gonna be able to do the rest of your shift? I was like, Yeah, yeah, that was just awesome. That was great. <laughs> but Shelton, um, like I said, his moveset was great. Uh, mm-hmm. He was very innovative. So he 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 was the first one to run across the ladder and dive outside, and he was he always looked like he was safe when he did it. One one more point, or one more notch to my point of Kofi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does Kofi do? Yeah, he like does the his, same thing. And there was something else that I was going to say. Charisma. I think oh, charisma is the ultimate thing that held Shelton back. The thing that really showed. Excuse me. Sorry. The thing that showed Benjamin could go toe-to-toe with a world champion was the Shawn Michaels match yes. in the uh, tournament. I agree 100%. That match, you know, w- when I first watched it, I was a big Shelton fan anyway. <clears throat> but that solidified how much I liked Shelton. I was like, he's the next one. He's the next star. He's going to show the world how great he is. Yeah. And they never they really never. pulled the trigger on him and... Hurts my soul that he never did, but I would always 100% be a Shelton fan, Mm -hmm. and I would love to have a beer with him and just like talk to him about his journeyman of leaving WWE and what he did during that time. Mm -hmm. What did he do in WWE? Not 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 his big like run with tag team and stuff, but like what did you do when you came back to WWE? But why? Yeah, when you knew you wouldn't be well. He tore his rotator cuff, which really hurt yeah. him, too. That, that, right when he was about to come back. Yeah, and I think he was going to be a major asset to SmackDown, but he never really got that that mm-hmm. chance because he tore his rotator cuff. But uh, I still love watching him because he's, he's a little bit bulkier now, Yeah, and he still moves well. He still moves well, but he's not as agile as he used to be. But, yeah, that's that was... I'm in agreement, and my last one, because we're running out of time... Are you serious? Is, yeah. Holy cow. About 53 minutes in. Hell yeah. Last one, falling under that same kind of category, is Chad Gable. Oh, Chad Gable is the man. How, 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 how can you have someone that produces that much magic in NXT and you... Give him the absolute dog shit gimmick that he has. <laughs> it's so dog on shit. On national television. It's so dog shit. He fought. Have you seen his new video? His new Black video? Black and white video? Gable? Yeah. Or Where he's G. talking about. I don't know. I'll show it to you after. Okay. Like yeah, it's it's different. It. It's like kind of a heel kind of Ooh. thing. 
Ooh, okay. But like, let him. Go back him, to Chad Gable. Go back yes. to Chad Gable. Please. Hey, WWE, if you, anybody ever that watches, give Gable the damn, like, mid-card belt or something. Like, my God, do something with this guy. Let him do his magic. Oh, my God, yes. please. Oh, my God. Gable is uh, in the July 4th, actually. Mm-hmm. I think he it was something to do with uh, Independence Day, Wrestling Bowl, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fought AJ Styles. Yes. Oh, dude. You know, one of the best moments I ever saw is when Gable fought Corbin mm-hmm. and he pulled off that uh, O'Connor roll German. Yeah. I was like, what? He lived yeah. and he, his strength. Dude, he's a beast. He shouldn't be watch, that strong. Go back, even if you didn't watch NXT back when yeah. uh, uh, American Alpha, American Alpha sure. and the, the Revival had yeah. all of their matches. Son. They, dude, when they, I can't, you know what killed like, them? I don't want, I don't want to put too much out there because I want to see what they're doing with them. Uh, with this, I think, I mean, if you if you had to butter them up and make them cheesy to get them to where he's going to go now into a dark place makes, in the sense of yeah. being a heel, I get it. Like sacrifice a year, do that. Sure, but sure, sure. It'll be like, twenty twenty. There is so much potential <clears throat> sitting right there, and so much somebody who pr- loves professional wrestling. And who was pretty much born to do this again? The next Kurt Angle, NC, the double next A Angle, wrestler again, dude. Olympic. The next, he is the next Kurt Angle. Yeah, he is. Yes. And if WWE drops the ball on him, oh, piss. I just the piss little bit off. of fucking faith that I have left for them, just <laughs> it's a thread, dude. It's a thread. It's as big as a string cheese, guys. Yeah, but we're about to pull off half. Of it. <laughs> He dropped when the ball. On they Chad dropped Gable. Gable. It's like that's half the cheese right it there. Is. <laughs> it is. God bless. Okay, so we got time for one more Dutch. Throw one more out. This is on you. I'm gonna let you close this. The biggest out. one. Biggest one. Biggest one. Biggest. The most underrated wrestler ever, all time. Hit you me want, with it. You want to guess or can we hit you with it? I think I know, but I want you to tell him. It is Arn Anderson. Yep, that's what I had. Everybody in this world, if you're not gonna say Dean Malenko, it has to be Arn Anderson. I just don't understand how. Say like, how did Tolly get the singles push out of those two? <laughs> I mean, I love Tolly. I know what you mean. It's not a shit on him. No, it's no, 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 it's but, not a shit. It's like, how did Arn never get that world title? How was he part never? Of, part of me thinks, like, if I had to he rationalize didn't ri- he it. He didn't ride. He yeah. didn't ride coattails. No, no, no. He was literally the enforcer. If I had to rationalize it, it's because Arn started with Oli after Oli and Gene split up. Mm-hmm. So Arn was always known as a tag team guy. Totally, uh, totally was brought in. Sure, as just to fill the void of Oli. Sure, sure. So it's like when Brett had to break away from that. He was only known for a tag team guy. Yeah, and then he finally got that push. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that that Arn just fell into that. He's always the tag team guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't. I've, I've listened to his podcast, so I can't. I can't remember if he said he liked tag team wrestling better than single wrestling. But Arn. Arn was a guy that could make any any middle aged man who had a little bit of a gut that thought he was athletic feel like he could go do shit. Like he could get shit done. Right. Like Arn was so believable in a sense of he was like the dude that's just be sitting at the bar. Like there's there's a scene in a movie, I can't remember who it is. I think it's uh God, what's the, what's the guy's name? Have you ever seen uh what's the NASCAR movie? Talladega Nights? Tal- no, 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 no. Days of Thunder? Uh, Days of Thunder. Yeah. The crew chief in Days of Thunder. 
Okay. He's in yeah. this movie, and it's him and uh, an English guy, and these young guys come in this bar, and it's just them two and her grandson. Oh, I can't remember the yeah. name of the movie. It's for literally what Talladega Nights does. Uh, well, but he, yeah, the, the, the kids yeah. start talking shit. He's like, "Hold on, I got this. When you stay here." That's what Arn was. Yeah, Arn was like this this guy that could just be sitting in the, at, at the bar with his glasses on. Some guy over here is talking shit talking to somebody, shit. and he goes, "Hey, kid, calm it down. Calm it down. You're gonna regret it." <laughs> yeah, and like that's and, who the, he and is. the kids like, "What are you gonna do?" And they're like, "And, you and he have, literally goes, you really want to find out?'" Exactly. And you have <laughs> that sit like every company, every major company had that sitting in their lap, and and never, and never pull the trigger on it. As a I, singles competitor. I but never, also, he was lumped in with the horsemen. Once again, right. falls straight into the Dean Malenko right. thing. Yeah. You, you put Tough yourself... son of a bitches. You will, but you put yourself in a group. Like, and you go down that pecking order. History, history... Repeats. Repeats itself. <laughs> you put yourself in a group. There's only room for one or two of those people to yeah. succeed. Yeah, and you, you've got to... You don't ever want to say you want to separate yourself because, you know, it's all like me and you. Mm -hmm. If there was like an opportunity for me to go film with somebody, yeah. and I'm like, Patrick, you would literally like shut your damn mouth. Mm -hmm. Go. Yeah. But because you have to separate yourself exactly. eventually to progress. And sometimes you can do it together. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can. But, but it's also hard when you're the hottest thing going for so long. It's right. hard to step away from Especially that. when you're behind. Arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah, and when you're when you're when you're behind Rick, how do you get yeah. out from behind? And that's hard. nobody that's hard will ever back out. I mean, yeah, to get out. Nobody of. will ever say that Arn Anderson rode coattails because no. if anything, Rick hid behind Arn when well, he Arn and told, yeah yeah Rick he'd be like Rick go bumps, get the rat. They were the ones that did the work. Yeah, yeah, right. Which rightfully so. But then when Rick he would get world champion, you can't throw a world champion out there and. Even though he did wrestle for sixty minutes, is a very coordinated, take yeah. your time, don't yeah. bump right forever. And that's, and that's what made Rick good. He would act like a coward, but when he got in the ring, he knew how to play the mind exactly. game. And that's what made that's what made Rick Rick. Yes. He, hey, I've got a badass guy, and he'll kick your ass. Yeah. But if you you get through him, mm -hmm. I'm gonna tear you apart in that ring, boy. Exactly. Like, and that's and that's the thing. And let like, them to go do the work. Yeah. They were the it, workhorses. Right. And it's almost like, and that's one of the greatest runs, tag teams, friendships ever. Yeah. That was an awesome team. Well, Arn and Rick, because if you saw Rick, you, you, saw knew, you, you knew Arn was close by. Well, it's, and I also think that when, when Arn could have gotten that push was when his <laughs> neck was messed up. Like messed up, and he had to retire. He did mess up his neck. I forgot about that. You're right. And yeah, I think that he's just one of those that he did his time. He ran. He rode. He rode that plane while it, while it was mm -hmm. flying 100 miles per hour. Well, hundreds of miles per hour. Yeah, and I don't blame him. He made a ton of money, and he's known as was one that the of same the four same wreck with Rick. No, no, no. That's not. He didn't. He didn't hurt his neck. In, he hurt. He hurt his neck in a match. Oh, and Rick broke his back. That was before in the airplane. horseman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. The yeah. um, I think it was before. I might be wrong about that. That was, but that was when Rick was young, right? But um, but yeah, I think Arn was just a uh once again just like not the same as Malenko. Uh, I it's mean, I pretty think close. It's pretty close, but the same kind of just falling into that you're part of the that team and yeah, only, yeah. You can only have one or two leaders. Yeah, you really in theory you can only have one leader, and that was Flair, and that would never change. 
It never changed. It's because Flair was the one that got the push, and Flair was the one that all these companies believed in, and Flair's the yep. one that would put yep. in the miles. Yep. But I mean, the like life takes your toll, and I think Arn's got a good life. And once again, just like with Malenko and some of the others that we <clears throat> didn't mention, Kidman. Oh, Billy Kidman, like, Jesus! Yeah, like uh, these are all producers. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I love putting this one out here too. Uh-huh. Um, Shane Helms. Oh yeah, I was oh, gonna say my. Shane Helms. Shane Helms. He took a superhero gimmick and was so over that they had to put him against The Rock. Put him over on The Rock. Put Yeah, put him over The Rock because it was so over. And, of course, you know who killed that gimmick? The Marks. Yep. Oh, you can't have somebody like a superhero beating The Rock. The Rock is the one that was like. Oh, this is great. Great television. Are you, this is what the – let's do it. Like, they know. Yeah. yeah like, Helms was so – so good. Um, yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on, and we could we, we could we, literally yeah, we could do another show on it. We literally could, and but, you know what? We might, we might, yeah. but that's going to be down the road, though. Yeah, but man, not I'm, today because we've done that, our time. The ones that you said tonight, yeah, I knew. God, you you knew I was going to say Shelton, you son of a bitch. I did, but I didn't call it. <laughs> oh. But I didn't know. No, like I knew Arn. I knew the Arn. The last one, I knew he was going to say. Arn. You knew that I had Arn. Like, yeah. Shelton was in my head for that one. If I did but, say Shelton, would you would have said Shelton? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shelton's incredible. But yeah, so that was our show. Episode ten. Thank you for hanging mm, with us. Mm. Whether it be on the High Spots Wrestling Network or our Patreon, Patreon. page at patreon.com backslash WF show. Go check it out. See what we have to offer. Uh as soon as we, we got some new shirts out, but they're all kind of on hold because we're waiting for the pandemic. Our our Printing a company that does all our printing for our shirts has like a six to eight week. Can't uh, do anything until that. Yeah, until back up. So I, I I don't like the idea of people buying and waiting that long for t shirts. I like uh, more, I like more of a two or three day uh, instant gratification. Turnaround. Yeah. So just go check them out. Uh, and there's discount codes at the Patreon. We also have uh, the a let's go and we fam tiers. You get. The live Q&A that me and Dutch are going to do sometime in July, we're going to put that out on our Patreon of uh, when we're going to plan that out. We're going to film uh, the first WF Uncut uh, here soon, mm. and that's going to be out, like just outlandish and outrageous. Uh, we're going to make it's that as be most outra- as outrageous. Wild. And we might even have some guests. Might even bring some guests in for it. Wanna, uh, ooh, I think I got an idea of who. Ooh, yeah. We'll, we'll make it worthwhile. <laughs> but you, you get all that stuff uh, if you join our Patreon. Go check out the brand new redesigned wrestlingopenforum.com. It's beautiful. And it is. It's awesome. I appreciate it. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to maneuver around. It is. Too. And it's yeah. in like, we made it, we know that videoing and our video and our podcast are our main sources of entertainment for you guys. So it's built around that. So you can watch all, all the videos. You can go to any of the series. Uh, we're working with some other, uh, some other creators to bring some more wrestling shows to, to oh, the brand. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's just a lot of exciting stuff. And we're just trying to move forward through this pandemic and create our own empire. And we want you to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So continue. Mm-hmm. We're not going anywhere. We're staying right here on the High Spots Wrestling Network. Yep. But if you want a little bit more, head on over to patreon.com backslash WF show or wrestlingopenforum.com and check it out. It's all good shit. All good. That's good just, shit. That's just good shit. <laughs> you got anything else to leave them with, Dutch? Nah, man. Uh, yeah, actually. Oh, if you have Fire Pro Wrestling, 
Download those characters, man. That's awesome. Do it. And we're, we're going to put out a video on Patreon. We're going to do, we're, we might roll with this kind document. of like, yeah. Yes. And we might, we, if we can figure it out and we don't have to buy a bunch of damn equipment like I've been doing since we started this thing. God, so much. Then we, we might. Damn, I'm five more dollars in the hole. Son of a yep. bitch. And we might film some video, film some matches and do some commentary over them. My leg's asleep. Why not? Yeah, that's what happens when you see her for an hour. Oh, but let's go. Grab some beer and eat some dinner. What do you say? Ayo. Ayo. For Dutch, I'm Patrick. And for Patrick, I'm Dutch. We are the Wrestling Open Forum Show.